0: Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888 8, 8, 8, This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog, your blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. Today's episode is an interview. Yay! I haven't done one of those on the, in a while. I'm on the line with Cynthia Sanchez from ohsopinteresting.com and the OhsoPinteresting podcast. I first met her at blog world and new media expo in new york city connected with her again in vegas and i tell you this she loves pinterest and she's built a blog on the topic of pinterest where she provides tactical steps to having success with that social network in today's episode it's it's something that i've been wondering we're going to talk about how to use pinterest to grow your blog so that's what we're going to talk about today Cynthia, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing wonderful, Leslie. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Oh, not a problem. It's a privilege to have you on. Um, nice. you, you know, this Pinterest thing, this is, this is something, it seems like everybody's talking about it right now, but I remember when I first heard about Pinterest... Um, I, I, I you know, I saw this network. Everyone was saying it was growing so quickly. And I went and I showed it to my wife because I thought it's something that she'd be interested in. Um, and she was like, oh, Pinterest, I know about that. Yeah, yeah. And she showed me her account and all her boards with her pins and all oh, that stuff. Oh, she was ahead of you, she huh? Was, she, for the first time, she was ahead of me when it came to Anything online, and I was like, What in the world is this? And I noticed that, (laughs) especially in the beginning, a lot of women were on Pinterest. My first question is Pinterest for women?
1: Pinterest is not just for women, Pinterest can be for anybody that has wants to save. An online site or an online image and they want to go back and look at it or they want to share it with their followers or their community, with their family. It can be for anyone. Um, if you have an uh, online business, it's a great way to market. If you have a hobby that you're interested in, it's a great way to, to get more information about that. Mm-hmm. But um, most importantly, what we want to talk about today is for online marketers, for online bloggers um, who want to use Pinterest for marketing, and just because the main dominant audience right now is primarily women you know your wife was a step ahead of you um, <laughs> lots of women have jumped on that bandwagon here in the US um, overseas and Pinterest is international and I have some international followers on my Pinterest account um, it's about 50 50 it's about half men half women so it's not just for women um, remember women do have the most buying power when it comes to you know your typical family situation uh-huh. women do make the most purchasing decisions so let's say if you do have have a male-dominated business. Um, there's still women that will refer it to their husbands. There's still men on Pinterest. The the men as far as users, are growing in numbers. So it's not just for women.
0: Okay, that's, that's good to know. That's good to know because, you know, we have women and men that listen to this podcast. So us that's good. men, we can't feel <laughs> left out. So that, that's good stuff. Can you give me an example of someone who, you know, they, maybe they have a blog and they've had some success um, using Pinterest to get eyes on whatever it is they're doing at their blog?
1: Sure, sure. Here's a really great example. There is a blogger named Kate and she blogs at the smallthingsblog.com. And for the first year back in 2010 when she was blogging, um, it said that she was she had about 7 subscribers, 7 visitors, you know, 7 really loyal readers to her blog. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Pinterest kind of started growing and Pinterest crept on the scene about the same time that she started her blog. And after a year, you know, nothing really had changed with her blog, but then she found Pinterest, and people from Pinterest found her, and she did a blog post about a hairstyle. Um, It was just some images where she kind of gave a tutorial how she had this, you know, cute little hairstyle, very easy to do at home, not something that you need a professional to do. And within five months, she had over 10 million page views because of Pinterest.
0: 10 million page views to her blog.
1: 10 million page views to her blog, oh, yes, man, and that's, that's even to this day, and that was over a year ago, or right about a year ago that that really hit, um, I still see that image shared on Pinterest, so it's still continuing to work for her.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so that's that's a that's a very good example um, yes. of someone that's using Pinterest to drive traffic. Now, uh, just kind of as a full disclosure for the people that are listening, this is actually, you're my first interview where we actually did a pre-interview and went over the questions and went of your story so that we can craft a story that is going to be as effective as possible for my audience. And I want to get your feedback, you that's listening to this right now. This is going to be episode 103. Come to becomeablogger.com slash episode 103 and give me your feedback as to whether you think this format for an interview is a, a, a good format. And thank you, Cynthia, for being the first and taking that extra time to try to make this the best interview that it can be. Oh my pleasure! I like being the guinea pig. Awesome, awesome. All right. So, before this whole Pinterest thing, before you were blogging, you were an oncology nurse. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: That's correct. Um, actually, I I was an oncology nurse for a few years. Prior to that, I was a labor and delivery nurse. Um, went to nursing school to after I had kids. So it took quite okay. a while for me to get through nursing school and graduate college and all that. But it was a goal of mine. I was determined to get it done. While at the same time, being a good mom, a good wife, that type of thing, so I, you know I managed to get it all done and really enjoyed my nursing career um but I felt the need to do something else to kind of drive me in a different direction and I started the blog um while I was still an oncology nurse, and it just started to grow. And I found that I was really, really enjoying it. <laughs> and as much as I enjoyed my patients, the you know, bonding with them, and especially in oncology, um, you really you spend a lot of time with them and with their families over years, uh-huh. you know, because once, you know, once they're your patient, they're your patient, you know, for a long time, and you get to know them and, you know, things going on with their children and, you know, their latest little, you know, happy occasion, sad occasion, you get really involved with their lives. And I really enjoyed that one-on-one connection. But uh, the medical system is changing. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of big changes going on. And I just felt maybe, you know, try something else, you know. And And at the same time, I had the blog going and that started to grow. And... It evolved into a business. I wasn't sure it, from the beginning if that's the way it would go or if this business, if, if Pinterest would be the way that it would evolve into, and I, or maybe I would do something more in the healthcare field. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed to take off on its own. It developed a life of its own, and I followed it.
0: Now, now this, this is something to me that's huge because um, you got your degree 15 years after having kids, right?
1: Yes, I did. It okay. took me 15 years, 15
0: yes. years. It uh, took a while. <laughs> and you spent a lot of money on that degree
1: yes I did so so yes,
0: making that decision to leave that could not have been an easy decision or, or was it an easy decision?
1: No, it was it, even today, I still kind of struggle with it. I did you know invest a lot of money, invest a lot of time, and you know there 's still a student loan out there that i 'm paying on, um, but the benefit of being a nurse is that I still have my license, I can still go back to work i can I still volunteer. As a nurse, I'm still a nurse, and I think once you're a nurse, you're always a nurse. But, you know, my husband and I had to have some really, you know, deep heart-to-heart conversations. Is this the best decision for our family? Is this the best decision for me? Because so much time and sacrifice, you know, was put into it. There were band performances I missed, you know— homework that I I didn't Mm. get to help my children with, my husband had to help my children with or children with because I was busy studying, you know, so it did take a lot and it was not an easy decision at all to change paths so dramatically. Um, And, you know, you always, you always have that little bit of a doubt, am I making the right decision? Did I do the right thing? But, you know, a little bit of faith just to kind of go with where the doors are opening and where the path is leading you and, you know, just, just follow it. it.
0: you know that that that's awesome, and and I guess knowing that you know, at any point if it doesn't work out, you can go back and and you know get a get a job as a nurse and take that back up. I guess that also gives some comfort to the decision, as um, in terms of it not just being you know if it doesn't work, that is the end, right?
1: It does. It does. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, nursing's a beautiful career uh, for many reasons. Um, But, you know, that is is a great perk that you can just pick up a shift every now and then, you know, called PRN nursing where you can just – you know, fill in as needed um, or do something part time. Or if I decide to, you know, tomorrow, that's it for this blogging thing. Pinterest is done. I'm not going to try any (laughs) other type of online business. It's time to get back into the hospital or back into the clinic.
0: You can do that. Uh,
1: I can do that. I can do that. Now, now it's not that easy, but you know, of course, it, you know after you know a little bit of job searching, it, it could be done.
0: Gotcha. So you started your blog. I um, did. And how did it go in the beginning? Was it? I mean, did you overnight have ten million <laughs> visitors? Oh, like, oh, I wish. Oh, I wish that would be awesome, right? How does? it How did it go? What were your challenges? Were there any challenges?
1: There were tons of challenges. Oh my goodness, I I had never had a blog before. My daughter had a blogger blog, um, but I had never had a blog before. And it's like, well, if she can do it and I follow all these other bloggers and they can do it and they don't have PhDs in computer science, you know, it, it, I should be able to do it. You know, I've been online since, you know, 1993 when the internet was a baby, you know, and I've evolved with it and learned <laughs> with it. So I figured this should be a snap. But... Boy was I wrong. Uh I got overwhelmed by WordPress and what's a widget and what's a plugin <laughs> and, and what what? You know, that is I, I thought that was from like a cartoon show, you know. Those aren't real words. And I just it was it was a challenge getting started, and when I finally got the technical stuff, and, and thankfully my husband does have an IT background, so some of the stuff he could help me with. He did he doesn't know coding or HTML or CSS or anything like that, but he was able to get my you know my WordPress blog going and my hosting and that kind of stuff. Uh, but when I first started writing, oh my gosh. I had just finished writing when I was still writing professionally, you know, I was writing nursing notes and, and things like that. I had just finished 15 years of writing papers, you know, in college. Um, so I, my very first blog posts and they're still up there and please, please, if you read them, don't laugh too hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I've debated taking them down, but everybody says you need, you need a little bit of humbling every now uh-huh, and then.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, <laughs> they were written like research papers they were very cut and dry they really you know i tried to put some personality but i think you could tell it was really forced um but it was it was hard getting this relaxed flow and i'm still working on i think it's always going to be a work in progress to really find you know people call your voice in writing
0: gotcha well what what brought the change because i know now you're you you bring a lot more of your personality into your blogging what what brought that about
1: I think it was it was reading a lot more blogs and seeing how they do it and reading the blogs that I was interested in and, and what what kept me interested in oh it's like those are fun they're just themselves, and they just write about things that are you know that they're that's happening in their life or you know in, interject some of that if it was a more of a not quite a personal blog. Uh Um, So it was just relax and, and have fun with it and just let it be who you are and bring, you know, your point of view and your sense of humor into it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> you, you're blogging for a while and then you get an offer from a small business to manage their social media and Pinterest accounts. How did that come about? I
1: did. And like I said earlier, it's just one of those doors that just, just open and you got to walk through it sometimes, even though if it's a very scary thing. Um, I had written a blog post because, um, you know, on Pinterest, hairstyles, just, you know, like we talked about earlier, or a big thing. I had written a post about using Pinterest for a hairstyle. I took uh, pins on my phone that on the Pinterest mobile app into the salon and showed my stylist, you know I like this, I like this, and I did a blog post about it, took pictures of me getting my haircut of her, and I posted it and the salon owner was nice enough you know to let me leave my business cards there mm-hmm. and I mentioned the salon in my blog post and uh, another client came in and she saw my business card and she just happened to be opening a small business of her own and knew that social media could play a really big role in it and she called me up and said I need help with Pinterest I really want my business to be on Pinterest can you help me and I said sure you know I can do that I do that all the time you know <laughs> but uh it was it was that's how it happened and and since then I've added more clients and the blog has grown and um, things are just getting bigger and better each day it seems like.
0: That's awesome. I love it when blogs can open up opportunities that are even outside of you know what we do at on our computers at home but you can get out there and connect with people in real life and and do some great things so that's awesome. Um, let's now switch to the how-to, because that's really the meat of what we're going to be talking about. I want my audience to understand what this Pinterest thing, Pinterest thing is all about and how they can use it for their blog. So I am a blogger. My audience is full of bloggers. What are some of the basic things, the basic steps that bloggers need to be aware of? What do they need to do in order to really take full advantage of this Pinterest
1: Okay, I think the best place to start, even if you you personally for you for yourself or you know to use Pinterest for your blog, it's not something you really want to do. But the best thing you could do for yourself as a blogger is to add the Pin It button to your blog, and you can get the Pin It button from business.pinterest.com. There's an option there to install. Um, there's some HTML code that you can install on each post. Um, but if you'd rather go the if you'd rather go the plugin route, you can do that. And WordPress.org has some plugins, and I believe there are some for Blogger as well. That is the best place to start, even if you're not ready to jump on a Pinterest yourself. Make it available to your readers to be able to pin that, and mm-hmm. uh, make it as easy as possible for they can uh, as you can for them. Um, another thing you can do is make sure to include an image in each blog post. A really Good image that represents the topic that you're talking about within that post. And sometimes I know it's a little bit hard to to put an image to to every blog post. You know, especially if it's more of an abstract concept. But try to find something. Even if you just take a piece of text and save it in a bolder font and save that as an image, people can pin that image. Just as long as it's a a, a JPEG or a PNG file, okay. um, it can be it can be pinned. Um, Flash images although they 're pretty and can do funny things, you know those don 't pin well okay um, so and also, if you look at Pinterest, take a look around and see what images stand out, see what images kind of capture your attention and it, even if you do a search in your own category and those are the pins that are being shared on pinterest try to to see what those images have, whether they have borders or they have text in them, all sorts of different things. Um, You can also want to try to take up as much Pinterest real estate as you can. You want to make tall images because every image gets the same width on Pinterest. So make those images nice and tall. Um, Pictures on Pinterest can be infinitely tall. So if you have a long infographic that goes on for Mm, 10,000 pixels, you can pin it on Pinterest. Now that's extreme. Please don't make a 10,000 pixel image um, because (laughs) that would take up a lot of space. But um, it it can be infinitely long. Uh, As wide as the image comes up to about 194 pixels wide on Pinterest. So you want it when it gets shrunken down or Manipulated. You want it to be at least, you know, so it looks good at that size. I make mine about 550 pixels wide on my blog post just because when they shrink down, they hold a lot of the detail. Gotcha. They don't get distorted um, just so they, they look good. So that's, that's really where the good places are to start. Okay. With blogging, if you have a blog and want to get started on Pinterest, um, for your followers to be able to pin your 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 items okay, so and make
0: sure just to recap on those things before moving on, sure. Um, make sure to add the pin it button whether you 're using a plugin which is most likely what my audience will be using since they're pretty much all using WordPress, um, make mm. sure you have that button always. Or as much as possible, include a really good image in your post. Uh, look on Pinterest, especially in your category. See what types of images are standing out. That gives you a good idea of what types of images to include in your post. And um, take out take up a lot of real estate. Or not too much real estate, but a decent amount of real estate. And you can do that by making your images longer um, so that it will take up more space on Pinterest and people are more likely to see it, right?
1: That is correct.
0: Okay. All right. Where do we go from there?
1: From there, to get started, you want to grow your following on Pinterest. So you're going to ha- you want to open a Pinterest account. Okay. And you have a couple of different options. You can stick with their original personal account. Um, business accounts did not come on the scene until November of last year, of 2012. You start an account, and you make your choice. Either way, if you want to start a personal account, you can still attach your, your blog or your website to it, or you can start a business account and start that way right off the tracks. If you have a personal account already that you kind of played around with on Pinterest before, if you go to business.pinterest.com, you, there's a button to click. And it's easy as pie. Just click it and fill in a couple of fields and you can convert your existing personal account into a business account.
0: Now, who should do a business versus personal? What's the what's the benefit of either?
1: Right now, as far as features, there aren't very many differences. Um, okay. Business... Business accounts just started in November, and they really didn't offer very many options um, as far as differences. You can still verify your website, which proves that you are the owner of that URL in personal and business accounts. Um, Pinterest does recommend that if you are going to use it for business purposes, that you do use a business account. Um, So let's say if you have some products that you're selling, some affiliate products or things um, on your blog. And, you know, your blog is for business purposes. You should really have a business account to really go with their terms of service, I guess. Um, And once you do that, you want to make sure that you remember when you're filling in all of the fields, all of the the options, that you remember your keywords Uh, for your field, for your niche, whatever it is that you blog about. There's places to put in your account description where you have – Some space to really describe who you are, what you're going to be pinning about, um, what it is that that your blog is about basically or what you're about. And use those keywords that you want to be found for because overall, Pinterest is a search engine. There is search options and people can find you, your pins, your boards, um, all of the parts of Pinterest within the search box. So, whether you're making a pin description, you're making a board description, or an account description, remember to use those keywords.
0: Gotcha. That's good to know. I need to adjust my description a little better um, so, <laughs> so that my keywords can be in there, point taken, and I will be doing that. Very good. Okay, what about the images? I know we spoke about certain uh, specific aspects of the images in terms of naming and so on. What, what do we need to take in, into consideration with that?
1: As far as the images goes on your blog itself, um, when you click the pin it button, depend there's different options for pin it buttons. Um, the name of the image will show up as the description. So when visitors come to your blog, you would really like to have a little bit of control over that description if you can. On Pinterest, a lot of times you'll see where people pin something and they write pretty or that's nice or <laughs> I want this. It's really hard to be found in search you know, in search results when people name your, your pins that. So a good little trick is to make sure that you name your image file what you want the description to be or something that has keywords in it. So, for example, let's say you have an image of uh, a recipe or something, and the recipe is how to make chocolate chip cookies. So you would name, you know, the main image of your blog post, if you have multiple images, um, probably the title of your blog post or how to make chocolate chip cookies by Susie's blog, blah, 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 you know. Um, That way, when it gets pinned, that... File name, that image name gets taken onto Pinterest and is used in the description. Now, of course, people can change the descriptions to be whatever they want, but that takes a little extra work and people don't like to do extra work so <laughs> just try it, you know that's that's a good little trick
0: um so so wait just to clarify there we're talking about the file name and if file. if you're you're uploading that image and it's a jpeg image you would actually name it how to make chocolate chip cookies dot jpeg for example right
1: that is correct
0: and you would leave the spaces in between the the individual words
1: Leave the spaces in between the individual words and also in the alt text option on WordPress. I'm not sure about other blogging platforms. Uh-huh. Um, I also include it in there too and it gets taken over. You know, just all the places that you can put those keywords. And I'm finding a lot recently when I do a Google image search, I'm finding Pinterest pins come up mm. because they are being named that way now. Before, you know, when Pinterest wasn't as popular, you do a Google image search and you'd search for... You know chocolate chip cookies, and you'd get some weird results gotcha, you know gotcha gotcha. And, and now that that I think Pinterest is coming along and people are finding out how important naming those images really is it's it's affecting Google
0: gotcha gotcha okay any other any other thing we need to um keep in mind when uh using pinterest to to grow our blog or is that pretty much the essence of it
1: those those are the main things make it what I like to call pinnable gotcha. and Make sure your images are bright and clear um, as best as you can. Use, even use your own camera to take images to represent things. Just get some good light. Take a picture by a window, and it makes all the difference you know, in the world. It's really about the images. Um, and make sure that, you know, like everybody says, have good content to back it up.
0: Awesome. So, just to recap on that, and we're going to have all of this in the, sh- uh, we're going to have some details about this in the show notes. But add the pin it button, include a good image, see what images are standing out in your category, and you know, model what you're doing after that to a certain extent. Um, uh, tall images are good because it takes up more real estate. When you open your account, verify your website. Make sure to have your keywords in your description. Um, and make sure to name your image files according to the, what, what the article is about. For example, how to bake cookies, whatever the case might be. Um, you exactly. want to make, make sure to do that so that it can help with search results. Awesome stuff. Let's go into um, some more advanced things. Well, actually, before we move on to that, do you recommend pinning all of your posts?
1: Um, it depends on how often you post. I would, I would kind of say that, Okay. put it that way. If you're an everyday blog poster, maybe not, maybe just save it for your, you know, your special work. But if you just blog a couple of times a week, I would say yes. And, and space them out, um, space them out to where, you know, you're not pinning that same image every day. You know, you don't want to do that. You don't want to spam your followers. Uh Um, but put a, set up a board or Pin your stuff to the boards that it would apply to on your account. Gotcha. So let's say you have a really popular board that's about travel images. You wouldn't want to put your cookie recipe on the travel image gotcha. board just to get it, you know, out there. You know, just you know, follow your gut. Don't be spammy. You know, be nice.
0: Gotcha. And I assume you're not just pinning your stuff. You want to be pinning other people's stuff also.
1: That is very correct. Um, right. In the terms of service, in. Pinterest guidelines, it's not, it it states very clearly that it's not purely intended to be for self-promotion. They want it to be a community that's built around each account. So pin other people's stuff, repin. And repin is when you look at somebody else's pins and you can see everybody else's pins. Most pins are public on Pinterest. Uh And you take those pins and repin them to your board. So it's like, sharing them with your followers. And that's really where the power comes in of Pinterest. So if my cookie recipe goes to my, let's say I just have a brand new account and I have five followers. If those five followers have five followers and, you know, and you know, so on and so on, even with just small followings, you could see how your image and a link, that's at least one link. There's usually about three links back to your blog with each pin. Um, how those links can drive that amount of traffic. That is how Kate got those 10 million page views in five months because it got shared and shared and it just spread out and like a shockwave, you know, event actually, and it can just grow and grow and bring traffic back. So that's, where the power comes in on Pinterest,
0: you okay. know. Okay, two more things I want to talk about. I do want to get to how do you make money with Pinterest, but before we talk about that, okay, you're pinning, you've you have um, uh, you ha- you've made your site pinnable, you've made it easy for people to come there and, and share your stuff on Pinterest. How do you actually grow a following then?
1: Well, just like every other social media network, it takes a little bit of time, uh-huh. a little bit of time, and a little bit of effort. Um, there are some people that just have luck of the draw just like they do on Facebook and other social media networks that are just so fabulous that they're going to grow overnight. But really for most everybody is going to take some effort, get on there and start pinning and repinning and sharing. And I found in this past year that having marathon sessions where I sit for an hour and pin – doesn't really do as well for me as if I take several breaks throughout the day and pin. So in the morning, I'll pin two or three, four or five things, same thing in the afternoon, same thing in the evening. And I've been doing that. And over the last, I guess, few weeks, I've done that. And I've increased by 200 followers just by doing that method where prior where I was having, okay, I'm going to pin three times a week, about an hour each time, or just, you know, whenever I was just sitting around, just doing whatever. Because it is pretty passive that you can do it. You don't have to be really focused. Um, And I was kind of growing about the same rate that I was following. And it was kind of neck and neck. Mm -hmm. But when I started doing the other and really just spacing them out, bringing in pins from, like, you know, if somebody comes to my blog and pins it to Pinterest from the outsider goes to your blog, Leslie – That, I think, shows up differently, or I know it shows up differently in Pinterest, and then if I repin stuff, and I pin stuff from people I don't follow, and then pin stuff from people I do follow, kind of make a variety of things. I think Pinterest, I'm not sure if somewhere in their algorithm, and this is all speculation, if it kind of shows your pins more because you are being more active.
0: Gotcha. I'm not
1: sure. But it has definitely increased my followers.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Let's, let's get to the, the, the last topic of making money. You're building a business online. How do you build a business? How do you make money using Pinterest?
1: Well, it goes back to the traffic that it can drive back to your site. You if you have affiliate products that you are selling um, and you do a blog post about them, pin that, you can pin that image that goes back to your to your site. Now, you can't put you cannot put affiliate links into your Pinterest pins. That doesn't work. It'll get kicked out as spam. Um, so just use a regular blog post image, make sure you put the description of what it is, the product you're talking about. And, you know, just like you would build up any type of post for that affiliate product, use as much as you can. You have, um, up to 500 characters to use in your pin description, but I wouldn't recommend using all of them and don't just jam pack them with keywords. Um, make it flow natural, make it, you know, nobody wants to be sold to, so just, Uh You know, keep it natural. Say why you really enjoy this product or whatever, and then it'll bring that link back to your blog. And as with every other image, it'll be shared. So that blog post of yours about your affiliate product could be shared upon millions upon millions of people.
0: Yeah, so it's more about driving traffic back to your site and then um, monetizing that traffic at your blog
1: exactly exactly and for me you know i happen to offer a service so it you know so whether it be a service or a physical product there Uh there are different ways that you can incorporate pinterest to help you grow
0: your business awesome awesome loving it loving it um now you started something recently that has me a bit excited you started your your podcast tell us about that podcast
1: I did start a podcast and it was actually podcasting that really launched this whole blogging internet world thing and, you know, ultimately led to where we are here today talking to you. I uh, had listened to podcasts in the past, you know, more for entertainment, you know, kind of things. And then I found a couple of online business podcasts and it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. And podcast, and I learned a lot, especially from learning with Leslie, um, that, that podcast has really been helpful. And that's how I learned a lot about building my blog and, mm-hmm. and got, you know, tips from the experts and things. Um, and I you know I went to New Media Expo or, or Blog World as it was called last June and um I went to your podcasting session um your your panel discussion there about getting your dream job with with um with your podcast mm-hmm. or with being online mm-hmm. and that you know actually that session there really led to a lot of things that led to this podcast it led it to be for me okay that my blog wasn't monetized right away that it wasn't you know, that I did eventually get a job and got hired by people just by blogging, you know. So anyway, off track. Sorry. Um, my <laughs> <It's all right.
0: laughs> That's what we do here once in yeah, a while.
1: Yeah, it kind of gets a little sidetracked. Yeah. Um, but um, the podcast has been another hurdle, you know, learning more technical stuff, more challenges. But it has been so much fun. I'm interviewing people who have found success with Pinterest companies and bloggers um, who are growing their businesses and their presence just because of Pinterest. And I hope to share with the listeners, or I am sharing with the listeners, how they did that so they can maybe get some tips that they could apply on to their businesses.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And I listened to the first one. Your husband was on it and I enjoyed that episode. You guys had a nice dialogue back and forth. It was very entertaining to me. Thank you. Good job with that. So if anyone wants to check you out, they go to
1: oso.pinteresting.com
0: oh, oso.pinteresting.com oh, and of course I will have a link in the show notes for this episode episode 103 Cynthia thank you so much for joining me on this podcast
1: Oh thank you very much Leslie it was a blast
0: Awesome hey that's it for this episode everyone I hope you got tons of no I know you got tons of value from it. If you're not on Pinterest, get on Pinterest. Check it out. Check out what Cynthia's doing. Also, pinteresting.com and uh, start pinning. And let me know how it's going. Uh, as usual, as usual, this episode is brought to you by my 10 free videos that become a blo- from be- how to become a blogger. I can't even speak right now. Um, over at freebloggingvideos.com, you get to watch me as I show you step by step how to get your domain name, how to get your web host, how to install WordPress, optimize your settings install plugins, set up feed burner, and all that kind of stuff. You know the technical stuff that um, Cynthia was talking about earlier in this interview, how to do all of that jazz so that you can start creating content that inspires others and even change the world. And while you're at it, set a foundation for a successful online business. That's freebloggingvideos.com. If you have any blogging questions, you can ask them right there in the free members area, and you will get an answer directly from me. This is Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. Until next time, take care and God bless. 888-835-2414